0: Hey Chosen chosen fam, I'm Liz, I'm Sarah, and welcome to Season 8 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you more special guests, new topics, and the first ever Chosen Girl book club, which will take place at
1: the end of each month. We know there's so much value in studying the Word, and we're excited to dive in to learn more about God and His call for our lives in a new way.
0: If you aren't caught up, please feel free to subscribe and binge our first seven seasons wherever you find your podcast.
1: And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick
0: fil A sweet tea and nuggets with us, and let's get this party started.
1: Welcome back, Chosen Girl Fam. Hello everyone. We're back. If you listened to last week's episode, then you know that it is another Chosen Girl Book Club. Chosen Girl Book Club. I love oh my gosh. That is now the official jingle. Yeah. (laughs) We'll add like some we'll do 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 like a little
0: Charlie Pooth situation. Yes. I think that for next season and add like a little pizzazz. I
1: think that yeah. The listeners need they need that.
0: We also have a special guest with us today that will be coming to you through the sounds of only grunts, whines, and murmurs, and that is the one, the only Coke Collins. Yep, the light of my life. Mm-hmm. I love him. the The joy of all of our existence.
1: Sweet Coke, my dog. He's precious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he The only reason that he whines When we're doing things such as this And when I'm also on the phone with anyone Is because he's mad that we aren't talking to him
1: Yes Oh my lord I know he's told you that we're talking about him But he knows it's true He knows exactly
0: mm-hmm. I see his eyebrow movement indicating That he knows exactly what we're talking about He does We're coming to you live from uh, Not live Pre-recorded
1: From my sunroom uh, I love this spot this is our spot. Every time I am in here, I do think back to when we had our little snow apocalypse, yes, like a year ago, yes. and um, came and spent snowy days here at the Collins. Those
0: were some good times. It was some good times. Some of my fondest memories of this rave, actually. Same, same. You got good two nap, good napping couches. Oh like, my gosh, yes. And mm-hmm. this room is so special to me. Every time a new album comes out that Lily and I are excited about, which y'all know, y'all f- seen or heard from my sister Lily on here from time to time. Um, we both, I take a couch and she takes a couch and we stay up till 11 central time, which is when everything comes out midnight Eastern mm-hmm. time. And we listen to we have like listening parties and then we fall asleep out here.
1: That is so sweet.
0: It's so it's some of just core memories of my life as an adult so far.
1: I love y'all, and I love your relationship as sisters. Like y'all know, I don't have any sisters, but this is what all I could ever dream of. Like, well,
0: you're adopted into us. We are the scholar sisters together.
1: I'm forever honored. Yes, best. Always in great company. Yeah, thank you, sis.
0: We all went to the mile long yard sale yesterday. It was a good time. And if you're not from here, then you're probably like, that's the most (laughs) southern. (laughs) I <laughs> heard of it. Really is, though. It
1: really is. It's
0: really turned into like it is a yard sale, but it's also turned into like a street fair. Um so we got yo, we got these good patty melts with like caramelized onions yes, on yes They were so good. Oh, so good. Of course we got an ice cream cone. We
1: got like these mm-hmm. curly fries. They really weren't even curly fries, they were kind of like stringy fries. But yeah, they were. It was like, but they were like natural fries. Like if they had a little, like cutter a cutter the thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: They were so good. They were good. The sweet little old man was, you know, in his little food trailer.
1: It was a good. It time. It was a good
0: vibe. I'm like, got my first sunburn of the year, girl. I know. I don't. It know. feels good. Does it? Does it? Like to be here. You okay. know what I mean? <laughs> it. It don't feel good. <laughs> but it. Like
1: sometimes. Sometimes getting too much sun feels good. You know what I mean? Yes, but no. I've never been sunburned, so I mean, and if you white if, girl things. right, right. If you if you or if you were unaware, I have lots of melanin. I am I spit out my coffee. I'm like seriously, like like as a black person, I've never been sunburned. I take that back. One time, technically, got sunburned on my nose yeah. after being out in the sun for seven days straight, like camping. Um, and it was only on my nose, and it just peeled, and it was over. didn't even hurt. So I, so I apologize. I can't sympathize. It's okay, girl. But I'm just like, but I do love the nice golden undertone that comes girl, through once I've been out in the sun. you in the summer. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it, I'm telling y'all, winter is a rough time for us. I'm like, the, the weather dries out my skin. I just feel like shriveled up and old. Like, not old, that is bad, but just... Not fresh, like the springtime and summertime.
0: We're we're thawing. Yes. We're defrosting. Defrosting. That's what we're doing. It's about time. It's about time for Hot Girl Summer.
1: Oh, Chosen Girl Summer. Chosen Girl Summer. Yes. If y'all are OGs, you remember when we did those sticker sheets? They were so cute. They were so cute.
0: We should do that again this year.
1: Yeah, if y'all are fans, let us know. Because
0: they had so many. You ended up getting like 10 decals for like $4. Yeah, it was really cute. On that sheet. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's how much they were, or maybe they all ended up being like a dollar a piece. I think that's what it was. They were so cute. There was like so a little cassette tape some and like, like some sunglasses. flowers, and sunglasses. They were so cute. Yeah,
1: that was a good time. I
0: love. I have some on my computer right now. I love, I love them. them. But today we're bringing you just a little third installment of our Chosen Girl Book Club. Yes. And we're reading, or we did read, one of our favorite books of all time, honestly, in the Christian world. This is probably one of my favorite books. So
1: good. From our girl, um, our godmother of faith, Lisa Bevere. Y'all, we heard her at Women of Joy. And Y'all. again, if you've been around for a moment, you know that we go every year and our time is coming. Yes. And we're very excited. But that's when we heard... Uh, Lisa Revere, and she did an amazing job. And so, of course, picked up her book, "Lioness Arising, which has been just such a great book for when it comes to women's ministry. Yes. And how to approach it and what to take from it and what to do with the knowledge and the responsibility that we've been given. Yes. Because I feel like sometimes depending on what culture, what denomination you um, or from most familiar with or grew mm-hmm. up in depending on what you felt like as a woman, your role was within the church. And I will even say like, cause you know, Sarah and I are both PKs yes. and even for me, it was like my, my dad always had a very traditional view of women's roles in church. Um, and I'll tell <laughs> if this, this is not me speaking ill of my father that he has passed, but just telling the reality of it. Um, when I was in high school, senior year, I was president of our FCA club. Yes,
0: um, you, were.
1: you know, no sports, but I was just here and it was a great time. Yes. But, um, so that meant that I got to give the closing prayer at graduation. And so instead of my dad being like, Oh, that was a great prayer. He was like, they couldn't find any boys to do that. And I was like, Cleo, prime example. So, so I said, it wasn't about what gender, whoever it was, it was whoever, who were the leaders. And I was like, maybe there needs to be some, some male leaders to step up then. Oh my gosh. Why don't you say that a little bit louder? (laughs) Because both the president and vice president, she and I, we were, we were both women and I was like, so it's not a question of, Oh, this is who they decided to ask. It was, who is in a leadership role. And so it's always been really interesting
0: stepping up for the Lord.
1: Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, is that we, we have been granted so many gifts as women. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm a firm believer that it is not an either or, but it's a, you know, both, both and both. And I mean, we, we all have something to contribute to the kingdom of God. Amen. And the question is, are you going to step up and do it or not? Amen and
0: i think that the word and i wrote a blog post on this several several months back i think that it was last fall called christian feminist question mark and i think that the word feminist gets such a bad reputation um for being so extreme as does most vocabulary in recent political and social spheres do And there are some things about feminism that the way that people practice and choose to exercise that, you know, I don't agree with. I don't agree with is one or the other better. Mm -hmm. It's, is there equality? Is there equity? Mm -hmm. You know, those are two Mm -hmm. different things. They are. And... Do you discount people because of a stereotype about them based on gender? I mean, you can also group any kind of discrimination in there yeah. toward race or even other religions or age. where they're from, yeah. age. And so I think that in a family of believers, sadly, we have not become reputable for standing up for those that may be discriminated against mm-hmm. Or just generally in social norms fought against. And I'm excited to see this next generation come up. Because I think that Gen Z and millennials are a generation of seeing justice um, pursued. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to Hunter about this. And you may have been there. Or maybe I was talking to you about it. Y'all are one in the same. Like, you know what (laughs) I mean? Like, it's just like talking to myself.
1: We have a great conversation.
0: Absolutely. But I said, I think that millennials are the generation of dreamers. Yeah, And we have this hope that things will be better. And I'm so thankful that Gen Z are the generation coming up behind us and they're the doers. They're like, okay, we're taking your, like, yes, you've got the right idea. Let us get the follow through for Mm -hmm. you. Because millennials may be too, and and I don't want to stereotype all of us. I'm just saying like what you can see as a generalized whole. Mm -hmm. Um Millennials may say, "Oh, I wish things were different. I wish it was like this." And Gen mm-hmm. Z is like, "Well, let's make it different." And you are, you and I are right on that cusp of we're kind of like the last years yeah. of the millennial age, and we're, I guess, we're considered young millennials or elder Gen Z. Yeah, we're like cuspers. Yeah, we're just right there on the borderline. And so, looking at feminism and Christianity, and Kind of defeating those negative stereotypes. Oh my gosh, y'all. Coke, please don't. Oh. There's an ambulance <laughs> that just drove by. <laughs> Do y'all want to hear Coke sing to the ambulance? <laughs> this sadly habit Coke. Coke. It's, a- Coke. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> hey, you want a treat? You want
1: a treat? You want a treat?
0: <laughs> it's okay. Come here. <laughs> Come here. It's
1: all good. Oh, no. <laughs> we're just gonna have to wait for this to pass,
0: you guys. There's really nothing that can be done. No. Cole.
1: Cole.
0: This is why we have a recording studio. <laughs> but also, when you have children and they're napping, it's not—it's frowned upon to leave them at home by themselves. That is very true. So. Hey, Cole. Cole. I'm about
1: to poke you. Stop it. Stop. It's okay. All is well.
0: All is well. Well, it's not well for somebody. They're about to be put in an ambulance. Okay, okay, okay. Cokie.
1: Wow, this musical performance has been brought to you by Coke, Coke Collins. Collins. He's like, "Am I the drama?
0: <laughs> I'm not the drama. Maybe I am." <laughs> no, going back to maybe giving feminism the fair treatment and vocabulary mm-hmm. that it was meant to have. Yeah, and that's just like. Even looking at and and I'm not comparing sex to race here, but like you know, the reason that there is a Black Lives Matter movement is mm-hmm. because Black lives have been treated horribly in this country. Yeah, like you can't
1: you, you deny, can't deny that. It.
0: Like that's just that's just the history and the reality, not right. just history but also reality yeah. of what is happening and. I know that that ruffles some feathers with some people, but, I mean, why does it ruffle your feathers? Like, you know, yeah. same with feminism. Women haven't always Women been treated have, equally. Exactly. And we know that. Exactly. And I love that we have the freedom of us speaking. Mm-hmm. Like, you come from the... I, I just am a female, mm-hmm. but you also come from the perspective of being a black female in America mm-hmm. and can speak to both of those things. Yeah. And, and we can we have a safe space here to do so that's not... You know, chastising anyone, it's just talking about the reality mm-hmm. of the way things are. So, I think that it makes people uncomfortable to be called out and called up. Yes. And so, when we do use words like feminism, it makes people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It should make people feel
1: uncomfortable. I think it's also hard sometimes with some of the association of, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, well, if you're a feminist I'm going to put you in this box, this is what you are because of this is what I've seen and this is my specific experience. We're burning bras and we're, we hate men. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not like, true that's at not all. That's not true. That is not true at all. And so I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair to, I mean, just like how you wouldn't want anyone to make all of their decisions about who you are based on, you know, a few things that you identify with or as and say like, well, they identify as this. So that's, this means you know, a plus B doesn't always equal C in that regard. Um, and it's all based on, um, perspective, but that's one of the things I loved about, um, diving into this book is that Lisa really took a lot of the things that we've heard over the years and, and also brought in some new concepts, but we were, what Sarah and I were talking about earlier is, um, it's really great to be called up
0: through this book.
1: Absolutely. And not told that, um, you don't have everything that you need you better find out how to get everything you need. Mm. Um, this book is about God has blessed you with gifts and talents and a purpose within his kingdom and it's time that you wake up and um, and get a grip and start yes and start living in it um and I'll tell you y- y'all know that I love Sister Act. Yes. And there's there's a little scene in there, and she says, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. And there's like that's a the little truth. song that goes with it, but that song reminds me a lot of this book. If you want to be somebody and you want to go somewhere for God, you better wake up and pay attention
0: to yes. what you've been
1: given, what your call is, and get to work, because yes. our time on this earth is limited.
0: Yes. I love that you said get a grip. There's this girl that's like going viral on TikTok right now, and she's just like, walking outside she's like it's time for your wake-up call and she just like says certain things like yourself tanner it looks awful you need to get a hold <laughs> of yourself you, like <laughs> your tongue you need to brush it and then she ends every single thing and like it some of the things like hit deep i'm like whoa i'm so glad she went there and at the end she goes look what you did you little jerk From home alone. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I love it so much. But it's like, you know what? Sometimes we, okay, y'all, pardon my French. We need to get our head out of our own butt and, like, wake up and look at what's going on around us Mm -hmm. and think, okay, God, I'm choosing to be in your body. That is the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And what is my role in this? Mm -hmm. And I know, like, we, we touched on this with, you know, the, a few episodes ago with the school shooting, like, Hey, this sucks. What are we going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of looking to someone else mm-hmm. thinking like, Oh, what it's their responsibility, but we all have a part to play. we do And just because you are female, just because you are a certain age, like mm-hmm. nothing disqualifies you from being part of God's kingdom. Girl. And I think that Lisa Bevere puts that so beautifully in this book and compares us to lionesses, mm-hmm. because that it's such a beautiful comparison that God has given us in nature of like the role that a female plays in the, not only a family unit, mm-hmm. but the unit of a bigger body, which is their pride.
1: You know, what's something that just crossed my mind as we're talking about that in looking, in looking at um, females, like of other species, the way that they are regarded is also very different. Than how we are, how women are regarded socially in a lot of Yes,
0: like human being females. Yes. You never, like I was listening to something the other day. I think it was a comedian. And he said, you never hear someone like get bitten by a shark and be like, oh, was it a girl shark? Like, oh, you got, you got your arm bit off by a girl shark. Like, no, like you got your arm bit off by a shark. Period. And so I think that there's just a really long line that it's just too even complex to even get into of years and years and years Mm -hmm. of misogyny Mm -hmm. and um, power struggles. Yeah. And it just comes with human nature. Everybody wants power. Everybody wants control. Yeah. And where there is a group that can be marginalized, the human race is probably going to do that. And Mm -hmm. that's just a sad reality of the world that we live in. Yeah. But if we have the ability to speak up for justice Mm-hmm. And to do right by marginalized groups, by groups that are being discriminated against. Like, we're now in the year 2023. Yeah. We're able.
1: Not only are we able, make no mistake, you've already been called to that. You yes. don't need a special call from God to no. follow that, to do those things. Absolutely. But let's dive into the book. Let's do it. So
0: Liz and I just each have like six key points, like five or six key yeah. points. Um that we wanted to to bring to the forefront, but we were so blessed to last year get to hear her commentary on That's this, wonderful, which is what made us buy this book. Mm-hmm. And I highly encourage you guys to look up any commentary that she has on this on YouTube. Yeah, it will light a fire under your butt. It's, I'm just gonna tell you that right now.
1: It was just great. It was once again, I cannot express how nice it was for through the context of faith. To be reminded that you are not disqualified, you're not less than, you're not called to be in, in the background, um, and and I I hate that that is a message that many of us have heard in some form yes. over the years. That is not saying that that is the that's the idea of the masses, yeah. But um, but this it's just nice to take a close look at. I think. Do you have an earlier? Yeah, well, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Well, she starts
0: out just kind of giving like really great. Backup information, and she also gives little sprinkles of like Linus culture yes. and the nature of a Linus and the pride and lines throughout the, the book. Which, if you're like us and kind of grew up on the Discovery Channel or Animal it Planet, it will resonate with you. It will resonate with you, but she does it in such a way that it's not cheesy or boring. You're like, dang girl, yeah,
1: like,
0: you did your research, and we love that. Oh, yeah. Um, but one thing, the first thing that I really, really loved is, um, that. In one of the opening chapters, she's giving a scenario, a uh, true story of research that they were doing on a specific lion and lioness. And they had put a collar around the lion and it was time after they had accomplished what they wanted to, to take mm-hmm. that off. Well, obviously lions are, are dangerous creatures and so they need to tranquilize it momentarily to get the collar off. Mm-hmm. Well, when they hit the line with the tranquilizer dart, they didn't even realize because the lioness was just lurking so carefully. I'm like, how much wisdom does this animal have? Yeah. I'm I'm terrified.
1: We should be. <laughs>
0: yes. She was watching the whole thing happen, and as soon as that line went down, started to come out of the woodwork. Yeah. And they talked about how, like, even though the animal rescue people had no idea of what was going on with the situation, the lioness knew exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't long until one of the rangers said, um, to get to him, we are going to have to tranquilize her. Yeah. And I, that, that about knocked, I was reading this on the beach, that about knocked me out of my seat Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I think about the different domains that each human has been given in their life. Yeah. And you may be thinking like, I don't have a husband. I don't have children. Like this does not apply to me. That's so far from the truth because every Mm -hmm. person, every woman has been given Different responsibilities and tasks. And Mm -hmm. people in their lives. To foster to. To check on. And it's like. Hey. In order to get to those things. Like. Oh you want to mess with my career. Oh you want to mess with my friend group. Oh you want to mess with this girl. That I'm trying to mentor at my church. Like no. If you're going to mess with her. You have to go through. You're going to have to get to me. Yeah. And I'm like. I, I, I do feel like we live in a time where privacy has become so important mm-hmm. and i do think that it, that has its place to respect people's privacy but it cannot come at the cost where we don't check up on people right in an intimate way oh yeah In a very intimate way, like not just, like, yes, the texts are important, the phone calls are important, but when you see something is wrong with one of the people in your domain, Mm -hmm. are you grabbing them by the shoulders and saying, let's go? Yeah. Let's do something. Oh, yeah. What are we doing right now? Mm -hmm. How can I help you? We're pulling you out of the pit. Like, hey, devil, in order for you to get to them, you're going to have to go through me too. Oh, yeah. And that, y'all, takes like, hard work. Mm-hmm. It takes patience. It takes sacrifice. It takes away your personal time doing whatever you want to do. But as Christians, we have been called, like, that is loving one another. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And I think that we have this idea of, like, using words and terms, like, oh, it's none of my business. If they want to talk to me about it, they will. And I think that with some people, like mm-hmm. if they're not in your domain, and by domain I mean in your close friend group, in your mentoring circle, in your life group, like like you know the the people that you can identify mm-hmm. in your life that you have the ability to grab them by the shoulders and they have the ability oh, yeah. to grab you by the shoulders mm-hmm. and say we're heading out. What are Mm -hmm. you, what's going on in your life right now? Oh yeah. And I think that so, so often we're very quick to think like, if they want to tell me about this or if they want help, they know to ask me for help. But sometimes when you're in the trenches of life, when you're in those valleys, you don't even realize what help you need. Right.
1: That's so true. And
0: God may be calling you to step in and say, no, honey, you're going to have to tranquilize me before you get to them.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It, Do you ever stop and think about, you know, how long you've been prayed for?
0: It makes me want
1: to weep. Same. I'm like, if being prayed for is a love language, it's mine. Yes. But it's, you know, thinking about how many aunts and grandmothers and mothers and sisters Mm -hmm. and people around you, you have no clue how many times you've been prayed over, prayed for. That's right. And... And that's such a that's such a blessing. But I love that also that analogy because so many times we think about protection being we are being protected by a man in our life. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you're protected by your husband. If you don't have a husband, you're protected by your father. But in this instance, it's like, oh, she is she was being protective of him. Yes, and you know it's it's not one of those Titanic scenes where you know, women and children off the boat, like off to better things. Like that's, that's a very humble and noble thing to do, but God has called us to not just be keepers of each other. Um, and I think when we hear like, Oh, are you my, you know, your brother's keeper. I think we usually think about like men keeping each other
0: yeah, and not so much
1: of people within the body. I mean, that's, that's, we've been called to, and again, we have gifts and we've been blessed with so much and wisdom. and, And it's one of those things. Are you being, are you staying prayed up for yourself? Are you saying pray it for your family, for the women in your community, for those in your circle? You know, and there's such an opportunity, even for those that are outside of your circle, to use that discernment. Because sometimes it's just as simple as, I just have a feeling that this person's on my heart. God, let me just pray for them that they are going to be safe, that they are going to call on you, that they'll rely on you. And then check up on that person, too.
0: Yes. And and then it goes on to talk about, like, being awake to what God is doing. Like, Mm -hmm. that lioness... And I think about so many verses in the Bible saying, like, wake up, your enemy's ready, prowling around, ready to to just shoot his shot. Yeah. And it's also about being awake not only to what the enemy do- is doing, but to what God is doing. Mm-hmm. And she, even though they didn't know the extent of the danger that was around them with that lioness yeah. being just on the prowl mm-hmm. for them, she knew exactly what was going on because she was alert.
1: Nothing as scary as a lion that's fully awake. I know, I know.
0: That's the truth. So um I, I think that I think that the biggest takeaway from this book and and even her talk on it, which I want to go back and listen to, was the concept of being awake. Yeah. And how the mundane, how the busy, how the buzzwords like, hey, that's none of my business or what's my place. Mm-hmm. It's almost like in the kingdom of God, if you have the ability and you have the call. What are you waiting on? Yeah. You just have to have the awareness Mm -hmm. to wake up.
1: Mm -hmm. That's good. And go. Oh yeah.
0: What about you girl? What's
1: your first point? point, My first point, um, comes from about midway through the book. Um, in this particular, I guess, section of this chapter is called rise up for X for excellent service. Um, and personally I've always like really valued just being ser- being a servant being a servant leader is something that's really important. Yes. And so one of the quotes that's in here is um we are we are to be guides and not security guards. We are to invite others into the kingdom, not keep them outside the mystery of God. We are charged to be reliable guides with accurate knowledge. Let's be certain to pause at the openings God has made for us. If necessary, reach back so that others don't fall behind. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if you've ever walked, for me specifically, like through a, um, like a haunted woods. Or any kind of like anything <laughs> scary. That's what I'm thinking. That's where my mind goes to because life oftentimes seems like that. Yes. You're on a path, you don't know what's ahead, you don't know what's behind. Something is always at risk for attacking you. And I am gripping to the person in front of me for dear life because those things terrify me half to yes. death. And in we are called to be a guide. And sometimes yes. that is being you being a guide with for your family. Sometimes that's you being a guide for a sister or For someone who is in your community, a young person, it could be, this person could also be older than you. Yeah, You were called to be a guide, but the thing that really got me here is with a reliable guide, so that means you being consistent and it takes an air of responsibility and for you to build, you know, to build up that habit for you to be consistent so you can consistently guide them to be reliable, but also with accurate knowledge. Mm, you cannot guide somebody with accurate knowledge if you don't have the knowledge yourself (sighs) meaning that i think it's so important for you to be not just prayed up in that relationship but actively seeking the word of god that's so good actively you know like and it's it's more than just being in the word Mm -hmm. but it's your understanding of the word seeking god's discernment and asking for that asking for his wisdom, even when things, when you don't understand things, you know, being like, God, I don't understand this. Either I'm gonna need you to reveal it to me or send somebody to explain it to me.
0: Yeah. And a God, there's nothing worse than a God. I don't know if you've ever been on like a campus tour or anything. And you could tell that your God didn't know anything. Oh, (laughs) So true. Because I I gave campus tours in, in college and we had to study. Yeah. Like, 18 pages worth of, like, history of the campus and, like, mm-hmm. things that we offered. And then we had to periodically give that whole spiel to somebody on the um, admissions, like, staff yeah. to prove that, like, like we were representing the school. And You're so right. if we did not represent the school well, people did not go to school there. Therefore, like, we would not have scholarships. Like, you, you know, like, yes. we, our job wasn't being done. The same thing goes for being, like, gods and ambassadors for Christ. hmm and guiding those around us. Like you are going to look like an absolute fool. One, if you don't know it. And two, if you don't act it out.
1: That's so true. And you know, I'm, I'm glad that we've both have had experience being tour guides of some sort. Yes. Um, so I was a tour guide in Washington, D.C. And when you're talking about that, it reminds me of a thing that we called Night View Tour. Um, where She's you- such a great docent, you guys. <laughs> so great. <laughs> well, it, one of, during one of the tours, it just came a torrential downpour. And suddenly it goes from a, a, just a very nice evening in the summer to what do you do with these 60 people mm. and how do you get them to safety? Yeah. And so being a guide and b- having accurate knowledge is not only for the moment in which you need to lead when things are clear and when things are going according to plan, but when things don't go according to plan. Yeah. Because if you keep living, they won't. Yeah. I'm like, you're not. So it, it's almost like that practice field. Um of you need to you need to prepare now for what's coming tomorrow, and it's okay if you don't feel like you're ready. Trust in the Lord. Lean not on your own understanding. That's so good. When it comes, that's all you got to know. If the if the Lord says this is what I want you to do, you just ask when and where do I need to be there, Lord? So because true. I don't have the answer, but I know you're gonna come through because of who you are and what your word says. Period.
0: And that's that's
1: all we got to do. But um, so I really like this part on the on serving the kingdom through serving each other, we're here for God's glory. Amen, he is girl. glorified when we when we band together, when we are leading ahead, but like she said, when we're also reaching back and not leaving our, our sisters and our brothers in Christ behind.
0: Well, and really the thing that I love about how Lisa does the spin on the power of the female is that it's not all about uh, it's like, look at what a female can do. Look mm-hmm. at what a female t- can do. It's like, look at what can be accomplished together for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. When the gifts that God has given a woman are utilized and celebrated,
1: mm-hmm.
0: paired with the gifts that God also gives men that mm-hmm. are very different gifts. And it's like, that is the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And my next point actually touches so beautifully on that. It talks about the story of this, um, like, another kind of rescue ranger situation where they drop some meat into this area where there's two lionesses and one lion and they're trying to scope out the situation. So one lioness, Goes out. She sees that it's okay. That it's not a trap. Mm. She looks back at her sister Linus, Mm. motions for her like, "Hey, everything's clear. Let's go." Well, the lion was too scared, which I think this is so funny. (laughs) No, no hate to the lion. The lion was too scared to go out and stayed back. Mm -hmm. But regardless, the two Linus, they decide to take the meat back. Mm-hmm. To where they can all eat together. And she says, their actions gave me pause. I was impressed by their inclusion of the hesitant line. I loved that they were not willing to feast without him. It's beautiful when women know how to do this. And Romans 15 verses 1 and 2 says, those of us who are strong and able in the faith need to step in and lend a hand to those who falter not and not just do what's most convenient for us. Strength is service, not status. Ooh. And that's in the message version um and I think that that is so true like you know you would think that and and I think that this is where maybe when feminism is exercised in a toxic manner like oh okay you didn't want to come out here mm-hmm. or even not feminism just like us being nasty humans period
1: mm-hmm. like
0: oh you didn't want to come out here you don't get any mm-hmm. like you didn't put in the work yourself you don't get any yeah when it's like Okay, if we're a body, if you neglect one part of the body, then the whole body suffers. It does. And I think that if both men and women, especially in ministry and in the, in the body of Christ, could understand that, like it's not men versus women or men or women. Mm-hmm. Like you said before, it's men and women. It's yeah. people. They're yeah. all in the same boat. That are all representing different parts of the kingdom.
1: Now, I cannot remember from in this scenario. Was it just the three lions that were together? Mm, no. Wait. Because.
0: And it just mentions.
1: It just mentions the three.
0: lionesses at one line.
1: Okay. And then, um, yeah, three lions had been living in a small enclosed area. So. Yeah I I bring this up from once again that, that was National Geographic days but totally. recognizing that male male lions will will get kind of excommunicated and they're looking for a for a group to take over like as a pride to take over yeah and in that moment being exposed like that is you know it's putting yourself it's putting at risk and like that lion is there they're they're leading their pride but also I mean, the lionesses are in charge of gathering and hunting for food. Yes. And so whereas it's really tempting to think that that lion was being really timid and scared, it's also thinking there was so much more at play than just like, oh, it was too scared to come out. Right. The exactly. Lo- those lionesses were acting completely in, in what, at you know, at their core, what they were meant to do and how they yes. were meant to do it. And I think it's so important that to remember once again that it's not just about how we how we can be protected and how we can re- be on the receiving end, yes, but how much we have been given so that we can also be an active part and do our role. Um, this this kind of takes me back to to a memory, uh, really a sermon that my dad would give, you know, periodically about the body of Christ. And he would always talk about how everyone wants to be the eyes or the mm, lips or yes. like, you know, something very, or like the hands or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we forget about if you lost an eye, can you live? If you lost your lips, kid, if you lost an hand, can you live? Right. No one's trying to be a liver out here. Girl. Those livers be working hard. Or what happens when your appendix starts to rupture? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That And it's the thing Tonsles. is... It's not always... <laughs> For real though, but yeah. it's not always a pretty job, right? But you've been given, we've been given a job, and that's a gift in of itself. Yes, that God cares enough to even place us within His kingdom and give us a task.
0: Oh, that's so good.
1: But, um, anyways, um, I guess the next, the next one that I had, um, I don't know, I don't know, how are we doing on time, girl? We've been talking, I think, for about 40 minutes, Y'all, but I was, just to add to
0: that, in yes. one of the pages she writes, healthy lions and lions, lionesses know that they need one another. Yes. They would never dream of doing life without one another. In their world, one strength is no less important than the other. The lion protects, the lioness provides. This crucial balance between healthy, strong alpha male lions that wouldn't attempt life without the aid of a company of mm-hmm. powerful lionesses.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm like, we've been given a lane. So true. Um, So one of the other things that was here um, was talking about the qualifications and exceptions. Let me briefly touch on this, so I won't take a a ton of time. But um, again, I'll quote from the book here. And it says, no exceptions are to be made for women. The same qualifications... you know, serious, dependable, not sharp tongue, not over fond of wine. Servants in the church are to, are to be committed to their spouses and attentive to their own children and diligent looking after their own affairs. Um, those who do this um, servant will work, will come to be highly um, respected um, and a real credit to the, you know, Jesus faith. And this is coming from first um, Timothy three, 11 through 13. And I love to come back to this is that you have not been disqualified for being a wo- a woman especially when it comes to the body of Christ in leadership, in ministry. Yes. Um, like I said, I know that we had touched on this before, but the same qualifications that have been, there have been qualifications given to men and women. Yes. And so the thing is, has there, there hasn't been, you know, qualifications given for, let's say, for example, like children in the church necessarily. Right. The expectation of their role is different. Yeah. But the fact that you've been given a role to a lane to, to to lead in means that you've got something to do. You've got a task to do. Yes. You're not a, disqualified from what you can do for the kingdom of God. Absolutely. And it doesn't just stop at these things, like just within your own household. But I'm thinking about like, it doesn't say, Oh, you can only be active if like, if you have a husband, I'm like, that's not true either. I feel like it's in Southern culture so often, but I such it, but, but also, and, and you know
0: what that is? That's religion. Yeah, that's what that is. And and I've been reading in the Gospels lately and and some of the Pharisees actions and and words sadly remind me so much of some churches that I see today. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man,
1: we've got to nip that. I'm like, we, we all have a job. But the thing is, too, is you can't be you're not disqualified also because you're young. And that doesn't no. mean by by age, but I'm saying like if you if you're like an 18 year old, that does not mean that you're not allowed to mentor somebody. Mm-hmm. That's good. But also, I mean, you've been given, of course, a job. You're not too young, you know. Regardless of your of your own qualifications, if you are a new Christian, that does not mean that you're not allowed to come aside another another new Christian too and say, "Hey, I'm, we're in this together. Let's yeah. let's grow together." Um, and so don't don't ever be stop and think for a moment, I have nothing to offer the kingdom of God. Yeah. You all you will always you have breath in your lungs, you always have something that you can bring.
0: Exactly. And I think that that two of the the main like just the whole book really points to that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And and it does empower the female Christian that may have felt downtrodden. Mm-hmm. And I think that when I think of females in Christianity and the two issues that get the worst reputation mm-hmm. are wives submitting to their husbands, that verse, mm-hmm. and women's role in church leadership. And people are still fighting about this in the year 2023. And Lisa Bevere just calls it out.
1: Yes, she does.
0: In like the she most wise way possible... So, first talking about the verse in Ephesians 5.22, about wives submitting to their husbands. That's the next point that mm-hmm. I have, if you're good to move oh, on yeah, to that yeah. one. yeah, yeah. Okay, girl. So, she writes that Christians have taken this verse and created an extreme and limiting definition for the word. And if you look at the definition of submission, if you take even just the Latin roots, which we used to do this in some of my English classes all the time, sub means under. So, Under mission, under the mission. Mm -hmm. And I've even heard this preached in a way. And and again, this is all opinion and interpretation of like you were under your husband's mission. Mm -hmm. And they they take the missions, they direct the mission to the husband. Mm -hmm. Like wives, you were under your husband's mission. So whatever he feels a mission to do, you were under his mission. Mm And I disagree with that. This is this is free. This is Sarah's opinion. Single girlies, you better when you're looking for a man or when you're praying for a man, I would pray specifically for God to lead you to the man that your missions are going to be aligned with what the kingdom is. Mm-hmm. Whatever niche or direction that may go. And in my opinion, That's like, wives, you better be under the same mission Mm -hmm. as your husband. Oh, yeah. Y'all cannot be going different directions. Mm -hmm. So, yes, technically you are under the mission of your husband, technically. But guess what your mission is? The same one is his. That's right. The same one is is his. Because the next verse goes on to say, and husbands, you better love your wives in the same way that Christ loved the church so much so that he was willing to lay his life down for it. That's right. And I can't think of anybody that would lay their life down for somebody that wasn't under the same mission as you.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, girl.
0: Speak the truth. This is a married woman in 2023 talking about Hello. this. And let me just tell you right now, like me and Hunter Collins, we are not perfect. But let me just tell you, we know that God is not in it if our, what we think are our convictions mm-hmm. are differing. Yeah. Every time that God has led us to what we kind of call the power moves in our life, mm-hmm. us moving to where we are now, us starting our businesses, us going through the route of adoption Every big power move in our life mm-hmm. has been ordained by God. We fully Praise. are convinced by that. And we are under the same mission. Mm-hmm. And when we're not under the same mission, like if Hunter has an idea or if I have an idea and Hunter's not there yet or I'm not there yet, it's not the same mission. Mm-hmm. It's not the same mission. That's all I have to say about that. So Girl, that's good. Yeah, people get real upset about that. That's how I interpretate, interpretate, interpret interpret the scripture mm-hmm. because you can't have part one with the wives submit to your husbands without part two so true and submit sounds so much like you're allowing yourself to be ruled by but i am like okay so like i've started poppy's boutique as my business and i submit myself every single day To the mission of what we do there Mm -hmm. because I believe in that mission Mm -hmm. and I love that job. And guess what? My job can be a severe pain in the butt Mm -hmm. severe. If you, anybody that's ever worked retail, you know what I'm talking about. But guess what? I believe in what we're doing at Poppy's. So I'm happy to take the good with the bad Mm -hmm. and submit to that mission. Yeah. Just like when I chose to marry Hunter Collins, I'm saying, hey, Hunter Collins, I am with you. Mm-hmm. I am with Thick you of this, and we are both under mm-hmm. the same mission together. Oh yeah, because he's willing. He, he's willing to lay down his offer. Me, yep. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So I hope that encourages somebody today. The other thing that she talks about is just what you were talking about with women's role in the church. There's so many verses that are misconstrued about women speaking in church, how mm-hmm. that you shouldn't let your wife speak in church. You know, at that time, women were not allowed to read. Right. So I think that it is really good. No, no matter what your interpretation of either of these are, I would say that you don't need to listen like how I just interpret interpreted that last verse of wives submit to your husbands. If you disagree with that, that is one hundred percent okay. That is how I feel about how I've read the verse mm-hmm. and also about how how I personally have experienced godly marriage. Right. But if you disagree with that, or disagree, or, or don't think that women should have any role in church leadership or anything of that sort, I would urge you to really evaluate: Is that because I've been taught that way? Or is that because I've done the research on the context of Scripture, Mm -hmm. and that's how I think it's been interpreted?
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: And if you want to know more about it, I would encourage you to get Linus Rising because she really goes through the the whole Mm -hmm. book. Like you almost have to read the whole book in order to understand the true spirit behind how much God loves both men and women to give us the
1: gifts that Mm -hmm. he does. It's both and.
0: Yes. That's all I got to say about it.
1: Um, one of the things that also highlighted, um, in, it kind of going right along. I mean, I know that, that Sarah just gave her own interpretation, but I, it's so important to be in community. I know we talk about Absolutely. it all the time, but it's because it is so important. Yes. I mean, not once did God ever mean for us to be by himself, by ourselves. Cause if that were the case, no. it would have just been Adam. That's right. But, um, it says one of the quotes here, you know, wisdom and counsel can be found in the company of women who have not only chased after God, but who have been chased by God.
0: That is so just beautiful. And, and I'm
1: thankful for it. And I'm so thankful for, for a heavenly father that, that actively chases after us, but it is in that surrender. And that's that going after that hunger that you develop when you, when you have had the water that where you were no longer thirsty, like you're, you know, when you get that hunger, about God and who He is and his character and what our call is on this earth for his glory, for mm. the good. And whenever you yoke up with those individuals in your life, only good things come from it. Yeah, because God is good. That's so good. And so I, I I'll keep it short and just saying that it's so important when you were in your journey and you were especially when you're in tough transitions to find those people. If you don't know, if you can't identify those people in your life, this is not a moment of shame, honey. This is a moment of opportunity.
0: Yes, ma'am.
1: Pray and say, Lord, I need wisely, wise counsel in my life. Please send me somebody who's going to reflect you into my life. That's going to that's gonna bring me wisdom. That's going to help me grow. Help me to know you and who you are and do your will. Not once have I ever asked for it and not delivered. Amen. And so I think it's so, just whether it's, you know, someone who comes and says, gives great advice or sometimes wisdom also can come in the form of books and things. Absolutely.
0: And like talking about making excuses and, and, you know, I love, I love saying this, but you know, you hear all these funny TikToks and things about like couples and dating and Mm -hmm. dating fails. And it's like, if he wanted to, he would, honey, if you, you wanted to, you would. That's true. If you wanted to, you would. Are you in a life group at your church? Are you in, Or if you don't have a local church, are you seeking one out mm-hmm. that you feel like it's operating in wisdom and in the way that God would want to and loving in your community? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's step one. Are you seeking out community that
1: will be like-minded with you on your journey to become more like Christ? You can't sit here. I've seen it happen too many times, sadly. But you can't sit here and say... Man, I really wish I had community, but you're not looking for community, right? Maybe you're supposed to take the first
0: step and have a dinner party, yeah, with some girlfriends in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, don't, don't worry. And I know, I know, this is so hard. What, what will they think? What will they say? And sometimes I have to, you know, I have those those same thoughts myself, and I have to think, what would I actually say if I were on the receiving end of whatever I'm asking for? Hey, if they don't accept it, they're not the right ones. They're not, they are not the right. That is so true. They're not the right one. Try, Keep them moving. Yeah, but your a second s- string. Yes, but there are so many. <laughs> ni- there are so many nice people that are out there, and if you only give them a chance, and and sometimes they they may be like you, waiting for also someone to take a chance on community. them. Yes, yes. All sometimes it, all it takes is just a simple. Hey, I know that we've only I've only met you once, but I really like your vibe. Like, would you like to grab coffee? Absolutely. You know, it can be just as simple. Let's have, like, you want to make some cookies? I remember
0: when you and I were first becoming friends through Hunter, our first, I know you remember this, yes. our first bonding experience was a craft night with each other. It was so fun. It was just you and I, mm-hmm. we made a little Pinterest craft for our makeup. Yes, remember? I do. With the cookie sheets from yes. Dollar Tree. <laughs> we, made, we put magnets on the back of all of our makeup and we hung up cookie sheets mm-hmm. and, like, had a little like makeup display. It was so cute. It was actually so functional as well. I remember that very well. But I'm like that, like upon meeting Liz, one thing that we had in common was our love for crafts and making things with our hands. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that I wanted to pursue friendship with her and she knew the same. So we made it happen. Mm -hmm. And so not calling you out, but calling you up. If you wanted to, you would. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready to be awake? Mm -hmm. And I know y'all, I know better than anybody. I am. I have been anxious and I have been depressed. And I understand if you're right there, I know exactly how you feel. Mm-hmm. But daylight is coming. Mm-hmm. Joy is coming in the morning. Please get help where you need to get help. Yeah. Whether that's through a counselor, through a friend, through a doctor. Yeah. Because God wants you to be an active part of the body mm-hmm. of his kingdom mm-hmm. in loving others and spreading the gospel.
1: Amen. You do not have to wait for any special instructions. That's
0: right. So God's Lion is Arising by Lisa Bevere. Thank you so much, Miss Lisa, for writing this work of art.
1: Yes. There's so many good ones. There's there's another book that I've got. I need to read it. Um, it's called Girls with Swords, um, How to Carry Your Cross Like a Hero. And I thought, ooh, yeah.
0: We should email her and tell her that we talked about this on the podcast, just being like, thank you. We, we should. love you. We should. But anyway, y'all, next week, I guess it's guest week. It is guest week. We had talked a little bit about who we wanted to have as Mm -hmm. guests. We haven't asked her yet, but I know she's going to. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's going to be good.
0: (laughs) Yes, and I'll tell you who else we need to talk with. Little Miss Georgia Brown. Her book came out.
1: Yes. We need to touch base with her again. Yes, I I was texting with her
0: this week. I'm so proud of her.
1: I love being in community with other awesome queens. I know so great
0: I know but we'll see you guys back here next Tuesday and we love y'all
1: love you so much bye
0: bye that's it for today fam thank you so much for listening and make sure to
1: rate and subscribe and don't forget to visit us on Instagram at chosen girls movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources and meet us back here next Tuesday